another episode of the Awesome in Seattle podcast. This is your host, Christian Awesome with the Awesome Awesome Group. We are a group of Seattle area real estate agents. We say area because we don't only do Seattle, we do all over. Today's episode is in response to questions and conversations that we've been having a ton over the last really six months, eight months, something like that. And that question is, should I wait to buy? What is the cost of waiting? Should I do something sooner than later? Like these are all the same question that we're getting over and over rehashed in different phrases, but that's essentially what we're trying to answer today. So when we start to hear the same question over and over again, we realize, you know what? We need a podcast about this because I bet they're not the only ones thinking this. So you will see and you will hear today. The big three that we kind of always hear from people are, you know, I'm going to save for a larger down payment. I'm waiting for prices to drop. Mm -hmm. And I'm waiting for interest rates to drop. So those are the big three that we're going to cover today. So because we're talking about rates, I bring in the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Dan (laughs) Keller, (laughs) New American Funding. Wow. What's your MLO number? Just because we might talk about rates. Yeah. Mortgage advisor, 16-year veteran, mortgage advisor. My MLO number is 115349, just so we can stay in compliance. Niner. Niner, niner. (laughs) Chicken diner. All right. So the reason we have Dan on again is because we are going to say, talk about rates. But the first Mm -hmm. thing I want to talk about is really the biggest myth in real estate. We have a whole Mm -hmm. podcast episode about this. It is called the biggest myth in real estate. Mm -hmm. You don't need a 20% down payment. And that is the thing. Most people, Mm -hmm. the most average down payment, we say this every month in our beers and home buying class, is that you have to have that 20%. And the average down payment is, is actually five to 7%. And that's for all home buyers. That's not just the first time home buyer. That's all home buyers. Mm -hmm. Five to 7% is that average down payment for the Seattle area. So saving up for that 20% down payment, it's tough. Like when home prices, when the average home price right now is almost $825,000 in Seattle, Mm -hmm. it's tough to save 20%. So it makes sense why a lot of people do a lower down payment. Now, when you have a lower down payment, you do have to pay mortgage insurance, PMI, private mortgage insurance. We can talk about that in a second. That's not a big deal. That shouldn't stop you from buying because it's really not that much. So Dan, um, when it comes to advising people about saving for that large down payment or not, like how are you having that discussion with people? Yeah. The, the, the savings part of it is it's always, you know, mom and dad told me that we needed a 20% down. So a lot of the time it's information that's outdated, right? Mm -hmm. So, or not information advice that's outdated. So that's the first thing I talk about. Yeah. PMI, when your parents purchased, let's say in the nineties or in the two thousands. Yeah. Mythically speaking, it's expensive. For example, in the past with FHA loans or with lower credit score borrowers, PMI is expensive. Mm -hmm. Uh, The report that we're going to discuss here in a minute, I based based it off of a $950,000 purchase with 10% down. So just a little bit more than seven. So right under $100,000 for your down payment. Your PMI is only $120 a month. Yeah. Right. And so what you and I talk about at homebuyer classes is you're looking to save up more money, maybe waiting a year or two to save $120 a month. But in the meantime, that house has gone up six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, or in the past 20% or more. Yeah, so exactly. you've lost out on 
a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars in appreciation to save 120 bucks a month yeah that doesn't make any sense yeah that's another reason why it's really important mom and dad are great grandma and grandpa are great but when mm -hmm. you sit down with a real estate professional and a lender that you trust that can give you really good advice they can give you numbers like we're going to talk about today and you look at those numbers you can make more of an educated decision exactly exactly it really doesn't make a lot of sense generally to wait to save that larger down payment yeah. if you are thinking that you need to and you really want to do see the numbers chat with Dan, mm -hmm. totally free. He can sit down, have a one-on-one -on -one conversation, either over Zoom, a phone call, email, yeah. like it could just be as simple as that. Yeah. And you can just show them the numbers. Like the yeah. numbers don't lie, it is what it is. Remember that beers and home mind class we taught? It, it was probably a year or so ago and a, a, an attendee came back from two or three years before and she raised her hand at the very end and she was like, oh my God, I went to your class three years ago. My mom and dad told me not to buy. The same house I want right now is $325,000 more. Yeah. And they told me to wait to save up more for down payment. down payment. She was like, screw it. I'm listening to you guys. I'm yeah. going to go buy. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. So it's, it's advice that people are getting right now and it's not good advice. No, it's the same thing that we've yeah. heard for years at this yep. point, but yep. yeah, it's not great advice. All right. The second thing that people talk about is they're waiting for prices to drop. Mm -hmm. While that did happen last year, the second half of last year, that also kind of happens every single year. Prices do this, they fluctuate every single year. It's like a heartbeat on one of those heartbeat monitors. I don't know what that's called. Mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor, but it kind of looks like that. That'll do, 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 yeah. do, do. Heart rate monitor? Yeah, that thing. <laughs> so yeah. prices have, did, like I said, drop yeah. slightly at the end of last year. But like I said, they generally do that every single year. The thing is most, most of the time, home prices are going up they're doing that price drop, but the overall trajectory mm -hmm. of prices is going up. That's no different this year. Mm -hmm. So between just March and May, which May is the earliest stats or the latest stats, I guess, that we still have. June stats are still coming out. They're not 100% accurate yet. So the stats that I'm going to use is from March of 2023 to May of 2023. Mm -hmm. Home prices in Seattle. Now, again, we work all over the Seattle area, but I got to confine it to something so I always do home prices in Seattle. The median sale price went from 750 in March, which was the lowest it had been in a year, and they went up to 823 750. Mm -hmm. So it went within 2 months, it went up $73,750 mm. in 2 months. Mm -hmm. That's called a hockey stick. Mm -hmm. That's how quick the market in the Seattle area is recovering right yep. now from those lower prices of the second half of last year. That I don't think is slowing down anytime soon. I just had a listing last week where during two open houses, a total of four hours for two days, two hours for each open house, we had over 150 people through wow. that house. Over 150. Yeah. We had seven offers on the house and it sold for 200,000 over the asking price with no contingencies. Yep. That's what's happening sometimes in this market. Mm -hmm. So there are buyers out there, prices are increasing. One interesting article that just came out. Seattle is the fastest growing city nationwide right now. Our population is growing faster than anywhere else. And that's saying something. Like people yeah. keep thinking Seattle's dying and no one wants to live here and all this stuff. It's just not true. The data is showing yeah. that Seattle is one of the fastest. It actually is the fastest growing city at the moment, which shocked me. I mean, I knew that there's still people moving here for work. I know obviously on the flip side, 
Amazon, Facebook, Google, they are starting to lay some people off mm -hmm. and they have laid off numerous people mm -hmm. already. That's not all based in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Just because they yep. have big presences here yeah. does not mean that they're all getting laid yeah, off. Yeah, I posted something on Instagram a month or two ago when everyone was talking about the layoffs. And yeah. then, so we took the total of the numbers that Amazon, that, that the big tech companies mm -hmm. are laying off. And most of them were less than 8% of the total layoffs came actually out of the Seattle. It was like eight yeah. to like 12%. So of yeah. the total number. Yeah. That you can't always believe the headlines yeah, yeah, exactly. of the total numbers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another reason why we just don't see prices dropping is we have such low supply. Mm -hmm. If it's not historically record low numbers, it's gotta be right mm -hmm. there because since 2006, when we have stats that go back, it's just, it's yeah. showing that there is no supply compared to what we've had in the past. And that's helping prop up home values home too, values right? values are going mm -hmm. up because of that, yep. because buyers, there's a lot of buyers. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many buyers do you have pre-approved ready we to have, go? I've said something the other day on a, on a podcast that typically we always have, and, and I've been doing this for 16 years, so I have, an, I have a really good data pool. So typically yeah. we always have about a dozen to 20 fully underwritten pre-approved buyers in the queue, out shopping, right? Mm -hmm. We have over 48 right now. Jeez. So if you take that, what is that, 4X? Yeah. These are just, so these are, I call it babysitting right now. It's hard and you're babysitting emotions too. So I, I'm kind of almost turning into a therapist. Yeah. yeah. You well, know, that's kind of our job half the time. This podcast is going to be good. I'm going to share it yeah. with all of them because exactly. we're, we're hammering out the three or four main bullet points of conversations I'm having with all of them right now. So yeah, a lot yeah. of buildup because there's just not a lot of supply out there. Yeah. There's no supply and that's creating competition. Mm -hmm. Home prices are increases, increasing because of that. Yeah. I mean, that's just what's happening. Yep. The other thing, we have low unemployment. Yeah. I mean, again, the news headlines are saying there's a lot of layoffs. There are layoffs happening, but we still have a lot of jobs mm -hmm. available as well, especially with AI. Yeah. There's a ton of AI jobs available right now. Yeah. Those three companies, Google, Microsoft, and Amazon are trying to be mm -hmm. at the forefront of yeah. that. And they are hiring yep. any and everyone that knows what they're doing in that regard yeah. to be the leader yeah. Because that's like the next social media company. That's like the next before that internet. Sure. Like they're trying to be at the yeah. forefront of that. Yep. Because it's a, it's another revolution. Yeah. I'm so. sure you've heard this with clients that you have and friends that you have that are in tech. Mm -hmm. The ones that have gotten laid off, they're getting rehired very quickly yes. at other tech companies. Exactly. And so it's not like it's like tech's going away. Like back in the day, Boeing, when Boeing laid you off, you yes. were screwed. You yeah. were moving to another town or yeah, city. There wasn't another Boeing That's to hire it. you. Yeah. yeah. So these people, yes, although some people are getting laid off, they're finding jobs rather quickly mm -hmm. and getting rehired. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. It's... It, yeah, that's exactly what I'm hearing. Or they're getting laid off from their contractor position yeah. and they're actually getting hired by the actual company yep. versus the contractor or vice versa, yeah. where Amazon might lay them off, but the contractor is hiring, rehiring them for the yeah. same thing because yep. it's a little cheaper for Amazon. Yep. So yep. that's kind of what's going on. They're shuffling some, some stuff. All right. So we talked about two of the three. We talked about, you don't need to save for a down payment because we are hearing that a lot. Mm -hmm. We talked about waiting for prices to drop, which kind of dispelled that as well. The third thing is the biggest one that we're hearing, and that is waiting for rates to drop. Mm, yeah. Now this is your arena. This yeah. is your ball game. So let's, let's talk about, let's talk about this. Yep. Does it make sense? And I know that you have some data that you want to yeah. show. So we'll yep. put that on the screen, but yep. does it make sense for people to wait? And how does the math line up for that? Yeah. So this is a conversation, Christian, that you and I have had for the last, 
13 years with people, (laughs) is now a good time to buy or or should we wait? It's just different criteria, right? So before we were like, yeah, buy now because rates are low Mm -hmm. and home values are going up. So buy now so you can lock in your low rate and lock in your price. Exactly. And we were spot on correct for the last dozen years, right? The same holds true right now with the the curveball that's mm-hmm. getting kind of thrown at us is mm-hmm. these high interest rates because of inflation because of inflation because of the five trillion dollars that the U.S. put into the economy exactly. during twenty 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 one a whole bunch of money and yeah, yeah ton of weird. money and it takes a while for that money to re to get out of the economy to circulate yeah. through and then get flushed out mm-hmm. it still isn't fully flushed out and so what the Fed does is they go in and they raise the Fed rate to slow the economy down to make it tougher for people to finance stuff or to buy stuff or more expensive. And then a couple of the little curveballs have been the supply chain issues and stuff like that. It's working some of the kinks out there, but what's the driving factor for these high interest rates is inflation, okay? And so we've talked about this before on your podcast. I talk about this a lot on social media that mortgage rates right now are tied to inflation. As inflation starts to come down, so will mortgage rates. What is going to cause inflation to come down? It's the rising Fed rate. I put a chart and I'll share this with, with all of you guys. We can put this on the screen right now. And there was something profound about this chart. So I went back from the 1970s to current and I overlapped the Fed rate, mm-hmm. mortgage rates, CPI, which is inflation, and then yep. Case-Shiller, which is home appreciation across the US. So yep. those four big factors that impact our livelihood, our jobs, yes. the advice we give. And yes, you can see they all kind of like move with each other. So it's nothing crazy there. But what was profound is every time the Fed raised the Fed rate, so you saw a spike in the Fed rate rising. Mm-hmm. When that spike stopped and either leveled off or went back down, what you saw was a direct correlation that mortgage rates right after that fell. And so what have we seen right now? We gotta bring this now to the current, the relevant. We've seen the Fed raise the Fed rate faster than they have in the history of the United States over the last year-ish, yep. okay? Two consecutive months now, they haven't raised the rate. Yeah. Now here's the dot, dot, dot. And this is why we do, this is why you do podcasts every single month. If we go another month or two without the Fed raising the Fed rate and they start to either stop or decrease, data doesn't lie statistics and analysis it's just it's all right there in front of us it's it is that proverbial crystal ball okay so let's talk about that right now when are rates going to come down we don't know because we're in the middle of the storm when is it going to stop raining weatherman we don't know but (laughs) we know that it's going to stop raining at some point at at some point there you go so the best that we can do right now christian is go off of data what the economists are saying what everyone's saying is it 2023? So we're in July of 2023 right now, just turned over July, okay? Economists are saying that we're gonna weather this storm most likely for the rest of this year. So a lot of the economists that I trust and I follow are saying Q1, Q2 of 2024, we're gonna see some some decent relief in mortgage rates, cool. Okay, now that we know that, let's focus on what's the housing market doing, like what you just talked about. Mm -hmm. It's appreciating at six-ish percent, okay, Mm -hmm. last year and this year, so. And that's nationwide. And nationwide. Yeah. And Seattle with our inventory issues. Like I just said, it went up $73,750 in in two months. Two months, okay? So first time homebuyers, listen to this. If you know that the product that you want to buy is going to increase in price. Mm-hmm. So the, the thing about real estate, what impacts price is home value. And if you're financing it, mm-hmm. you're financing costs. Costs, okay? Yeah. So we know those are kind of high and those are somewhat fixed right now. I don't really see rates getting much higher than they are right now. I think we've kind of crested that. I think they're gonna level out in the sevens where we're at right now. And I think the worst is, I think we're gonna stay in this storm right in the sevens. 
But okay, so we know that rates are at seven, but we know that the values are going up. Okay, with this info, you need to take that info and go, okay, I wanna buy a home. Financially, it makes more sense to buy now if the right home is there. Yes. So let's look for that. Yep. And then what I'm teaching all of my clients right now is, you can always rework your mortgage. Exactly. You can't always go back. You can't ever go can't back ever, and yeah. re, rebuy a house. No. Lock in your price right now because yeah. a year from now or so, you're going to talk about six to ten to twelve percent higher cost for that house. Mm -hmm. Well, let's put that to paper. So, if the numbers that I wrote up for this for this podcast are just you know nine hundred fifty thousand dollars purchase price. Yep. And if you're listening on the podcast, we do have a YouTube version video of this, and we're having this on the screen, so you can do you can see it visually if that's how you learn. Otherwise, try to follow what Dan's saying. We'll keep it super super simple in regards to numbers. So you're going to buy a house right now, July of twenty twenty three, mm -hmm. at nine hundred fifty thousand dollars. To keep the numbers round, I just used ten percent down. You could buy with five percent down or three percent down, whatever. Yep. But let's just say ten percent down. With your down payment plus your closing costs, you're right at about $100,000 for total total cash due at closing. Okay, so that $950,000 purchase right now with private mortgage insurance, property taxes, everything included, is about $6,600 a month, total monthly payment. Okay. okay. So let's say you waited until sometime next year, home values went up like Christian just explained. Let's say 6%. 6%, and that's what I used in the report. Okay. So that same house, you're gonna buy for a million 70 sometime next year. Okay, so from 950 to a million 70, mm -hmm. so 120 grand increase. So your down payment went up about $12,000 because of the price, but the total monthly payment by waiting to try to get a little bit better rate. So instead of you buying at a 7% 30 year fixed rate right now, this is not a quote, this is just a, uh, kind of an estimate yep. used for a report. Um, you'd be buying at a million seventy, but your rate would be less at 5.5. So you're going to okay. quote unquote, try to time the market, which you yeah. and I both always say, never try to Don't. time the market yeah. with real estate. It's time in the market. Exactly. Okay? Get in and set it and forget it. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. That same scenario by trying to time the market and outsmart the market, you save $10 a month. <laughs> so, so you have to pay $120,000 more for the house to save $10 a month and you had to put $12,000 more down for your down payment. Yeah, yeah, so doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Now here's where I come in and, and put all the numbers together. Instead of, so I, and I've heard you talk with buyers, this is what I respect so much about you and your team. I've heard you sit down and talk with buyers. You don't ever try to push someone into, into buying. No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Plus you take the same approach I do. I'm in this with you for the long haul. I don't Whenever ever want to put ready, you. you're ready, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. We're in this together yeah. now and until the end. And so when it makes most sense for you financially, if you're pre-approved and if it makes sense compared to what you're paying in rent right now, buy, buy now and just live in the house. Make the house your home, okay? Mm -hmm. Wait for the right time when rates do drop, whenever that might be. Like yep. the economists might be right and it might be next year. They might be wrong, it might be off for a year or two. Yeah. But we do know that rates at some point from an economic standpoint will drop. Let's say they drop mm -hmm. a year and a half from now. A lot of them say that their that mortgage rates could be in the mid fours to upper fours. So if you were to refinance sometime down the road, but lock in your, your purchase, purchase right price. now at 950 yeah. and refinance to 4.5, 30 year fixed a year or so from now, your payment now went from $6,600 a month to $5,300 a month, a savings Whoa, of do the math, almost 13, $1,400. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you locked in the right price. Okay, so let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. How much does it cost to refinance and how does that yeah. work? And is that a big, 
Yeah, great issue. question. So your costs to refinance are just like they are to purchase. Now, what New American Funding, the company that I work with, um, is doing with all of our clients is if you purchase with us, they're not charging any lender fees or appraisal fees on a refinance, saving you about $2,000 of your closing costs. The remaining closing costs is title and escrow and some government recording fees. So let's just say total costs to refinance are approximately two to $3,000. Wow. And most of our clients just roll them into roll those into the loan. Yeah. We are a servicer, so we don't have to have you reset your escrows, which could be about four or five grand. Mm -hmm. You keep your escrows, your, ta your taxes and insurance in place, do the, pay for your title, pay for your escrow, recording fees, you're good to go. So cool. Yeah. So it's not a big deal to refinance. You could buy at today's price. When rates go down, whenever yep. that is, yep. you could refinance. It's extremely inexpensive. It's yep. almost free. It's not free, but it's yep. pretty cheap. Yep. Way better than waiting six yep. months or 12 months. If you can afford right now, obviously don't buy just to buy. Cause we said, so do it if it makes mm -hmm. sense for you, but instead of waiting for timing the market yep. and trying to get a lower interest rate at that point, you're going to end up paying more for the house. Yep. You're going to have a larger down payment. You're going to pay a lot more for the property. Yep. And yeah, maybe you save a little bit on your payment, yep. but it's not much. 10 bucks yep. in this scenario. You got to think of it this way, you guys. I'm just a little mortgage dude in Seattle, right? And You're like so you, small, Dan. You, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not like a huge bank or a credit union, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. so you have to understand you asked me earlier, do you have a buildup of people? Like people, mm -hmm. I do. We have, yeah. so if normally we have approximately 15 to 20 people that are fully pre-approved out shopping for homes. Yep. And right now we have two or three X that. Yeah. Take that same data and apply it to the big banks and the credit unions and all exactly. the other mortgage guys and gals so out tons there. Tons of people out tons there. Tons of buildup. Yeah. So the second rates drop, you guys, what do you think all those people on the sidelines are gonna do? Yep. This so is, now your competition this just is, went up. This is what we've been telling and preaching at our beers and home buying class is that once rates do drop, the market is going to be flooded with mm -hmm. buyers. Yeah, It's competitive right now. Yeah. Like I just said, I gave that example last yeah. week, seven offers, $200,000 over the asking price. What do you think is gonna happen to that same house yeah. when rates drop to five and a half or whatever it is? All of those people yep. that are waiting for yep. that are gonna jump. Prices are gonna escalate so fast. Yep. If you don't buy now, you are robbing yourself yep. of all that appreciation. 100%. That's huge. Yeah. You could ride that wave of appreciation by buying sooner than later. Yeah. Just, yeah. and then refinance yep. for two grand or whatever it is for you. Yeah. 2000 bucks refinance when the prices or when, when interest rates do drop. Yeah. It just financially, it often makes sense for people to buy sooner yep. than later. Now, again, caveat, your situation might be different. If you're, you have job uncertain job activity yep. or job security, I should say, mm -hmm. don't buy. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. If you don't have enough of a down payment or you don't have any down payment, don't buy. If you're waiting for a family member to gift you some funds and they're not mm -hmm. able to do that yet, don't buy. Mm -hmm. But if you can buy, at least talk with Dan, talk with me. Yeah. We can help you understand and build that roadmap to see yeah. if it makes sense for you yeah. to buy. You choose when to buy. You're the one in the driver's seat. We're just giving you the yeah. data so you can make that informed decision. It's, this is what we do all yeah. day, every day. If you do want to schedule a time to do that, it's totally free. We can do it via Zoom. I have on our calendar, on our website, a way that you can just quickly and easily schedule it. We call it a strategy session. It's like I said, totally free. 
awesomenawesome.com slash schedule. You can do that right there. It links with everyone on my team's calendar so you can find a time that works for you. There's no pressure, no commitment, totally free. It doesn't hurt to do it. We talk with people all day, every day about the same exact topic. So yeah. happy to just help you answer your yeah. specific We could take question. your scenario, like what we do, and plug yeah. it into this exact report exactly. in that community that you're looking at and give you really like really good, clear data. Yep. On, on your scenario. So, yeah. yeah. So again, we did this podcast today because we've been answering these same questions over and over and over again, over the last six to 12 months. If you now understand the same conversation that we've been having with everyone else and you're ready to potentially buy, like I said, just schedule a time to chat with us. It's totally free. Awesomenawesome.com slash schedule. We will put that on the YouTube link right now. That's it for this episode. I hope that helped you. I hope that educated you. I hope you that gave you the confidence to potentially move forward with the next step, which is just chatting with us. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Dan, yeah. so much for chatting with us. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Awesome in Seattle podcast. See ya.